بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم الحمد لله رب العالمين وصلى الله وسلم وبارك على المبعوث رحمة للعالمين نبينا محمد وعلى آله وصحبه والتابعين ومن تبعهم بإحسان إلى يوم الدين وبعد My beloved brothers and sisters, nobody likes to talk about the punishment of Allah and how severe it is and the fact that he has warned people about it. In fact, a lot of people like to ignore the topic of the punishment of Allah. The reality is as a believer, we know there is a balance between the punishment of Allah and the gift of Allah. The mercy of Allah and the anger of Allah. We know there is a balance and we also know that the side of the mercy, the side of the forgiveness, the side of the kindness, the side of the goodness tips the other side. Which means Allah's mercy encompasses much more. Allah's mercy encompasses absolutely everything. But that does not mean that He will not punish. Allah's kindness far outweighs the opposite. But it does not mean that he will not take those who deserve to be taken to task, to task. So if we take a look at what's going on across the globe today, we will realize that people have started asking questions without thinking at times or pondering deeply. When we say Allah is merciful, they start saying, well, if he was merciful, why does he need to punish people? Question. What does Allah gain by punishing someone? What does Allah gain by dooming someone? He is so merciful, so kind, so forgiving, so amazing. That is Allah. We know it. I'm sure we've heard this verse many times where Allah says, My mercy encompasses everything. Well, a question some of the youngsters have been asking me of late is, well, if Allah is so merciful, so kind, why did he need to create Jahannam? Why did he need to create hellfire? Why does he have to have people there? So let's go back to the drawing board. Let's look at the creation. Allah Almighty created. You did not have a say. I did not have a say. That is Allah. It's his choice. When he created, he decided that there will be justice. There will be a balance. If someone has stolen your property, wouldn't you like to see your property back with you, number one? Number two is, would you not like to see that that person does not repeat the same? So if they have not learned their lesson, would it not bring joy to you to see them being penalized in a way that rectifies the problem long term? If you are such a lovely person, why would you like to see the one who has wronged you be punished? Subhanallah. Have you thought of that? We take a look at the countries across the globe. Many of them proclaim we are free. We are absolutely free. We are advanced. We are the most advanced. All of them have prisons. And by the way, the more advanced the country, the more full the prison is. Go and check it out. It's amazing. So if you are asking me if Allah is so good, why does he have to have a hellfire or a punishment? Well, I could, I could tell you that if these countries are so lovely, why do they have to have prisons? And why do they need to penalize a person just for driving 10 kilometers above the speed limit? Subhanallah, you penalized. You could face a trial, a case. You could go to court perhaps. 
One wonders what may or may not happen depending on which country you're living in. Here we're a little bit more fortunate. May Allah grant us ease. My brothers, my sisters, in reality, part of the mercy of Allah is that He penalizes those who deserve to be penalized. Someone murdered your relative. The mercy of Allah dictates that you see justice. That person needs to face some form of penalization. They need to, otherwise people would do what they want. So it's easy for a person who is sitting with a good heart, has not really seen the world to say, what was the need of having a prison? What was the need of having hellfire when Allah is so merciful? Yet those who know and they've been through the mill and they've been robbed and they've been cheated and deceived, they are waiting for the day of justice. Are they not? They are waiting for the day that Allah will serve justice and part of the justice and mercy of Allah is that those who wronged you don't worry a day will come when you will see that justice in this world people can get away today you have a court case you don't even know what's going to happen most countries in the world there is tempering that goes on in one way or another be it in a greater way or a smaller so you may never see justice on earth from aforetime, look at the Prophet Yusuf and others who were absolutely innocent, yet they were jailed long term. What was that? Would you not like to see justice if you were jailed long term recently? In one of the countries, a certain brother was jailed for many, many years, apparently for more than two decades, for, for a murder he did not commit. And when he was freed, subhanallah, see the smile on his face. One wonders what's going through his mind and his heart. May Allah make it easy for him and his family who lost him for 20 something years. My brothers, my sisters, the courts of Allah are more just than any other courts you could ever have. And part of the goodness of being a believer and part of the plan of Allah for having sent us on earth is to stand firm for justice. يَا أَيُّهَا الَّذِينَ آمَنُوا كُونُوا قَوَّامِينَ بِالْقِسْطِ شُهَدَاءَ لِلَّهِ وَلَوْ عَلَىٰ أَنفُسِكُمْ أَوِ الْوَالِدَيْنِ وَالْأَقْرَبِينَ إِنْ يَكُنْ غَنِيًّا أَوْ فَقِيرًا فَاللَّهُ أَوْلَى بِهِمَا Amazing verse. Allah tells the believers to stand firm for justice for the sake of Allah. Be it against yourselves or your relatives, your family members, your parents, whoever it may be. Allah says, whether they are wealthy or poor, Allah comes first. Why does Allah say that in the verse? Because sometimes when a person is wealthy, they think they can get away with murder. What happens? You have money. What do you think about? May Allah protect us. But a person who's dilly-dallying in their belief and faith and conviction in Allah begin to think bribery. Whoa. Across the globe. I don't know of nations that are spared that. It's just that some have it more than others. And some might have figures slightly higher than others. Yes, there may be somewhere it's very rare. But... Humankind is humankind. Shaitan is the same. And I tell you what, you have a lot of wealth, you think you're above the law. That's what happens in some cases. In fact, in many cases. So Allah tells you in the verse of justice that, O oh believers, stand firm for justice. Don't be intimidated by the man's wealth. Don't be intimidated by position. Don't be intimidated by authority, etc., etc. When it comes to justice, stand firm for it. This is why one of the best acts of worship Allah mentions, Kalimatu Haqqin, 
عند سلطان جائر When you speak the truth in front of authority that happens to be astray, away, then that is a great jihad. It is a great struggle. It's a sacrifice. I'm speaking the truth in front of someone who might penalize me for speaking the truth. Look at how witnesses are treated across the globe today. When you have a case that is high level, the witness is worried about themselves. They are provided sometimes security from the state or from whoever else it may be. They are worried about their lives. Some people decline to bear witness simply because they don't want to put their lives at risk. Doesn't it happen? So the, all this goes to show us that a day will come when Allah says, all of that you don't have to worry about. I know what happened. I know the truth. This is the day of justice. Whose is this day today? The kingdom, the dominion, the authority. Whose is it today? No answer. What's the answer? It belongs to Allah. The one, the only, the inevitable. That is Allah. So my brothers and sisters, the punishment of Allah is the truth. And I want to let you know something serious. There are several types of sins, the two main types of sins, those sins you commit between you and Allah. For those, you can seek Allah's forgiveness. Oh Allah, I committed this sin. Say for example, a person who drank alcohol, it's very bad, it's a major sin. But you seek the forgiveness of Allah, you quit the addiction, Allah will grant you forgiveness. How many people have been hooked on the bottle in the past and today they wouldn't even want to look in that direction. They've changed their lives. How many were on drugs today? They read the Quran, they became father of the Quran, they changed their lives. People do change their lives. It's the help of Allah. How many were far away? Look at the Sahaba radiallahu anhum. Before Islam in Makkah al-Mukarramah as well as in Medina, alcohol was rife. What else? There was engaging in the worst of sins known as shirk. They worshipped sticks and stones and everything else. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala speaks about how they changed their lives because of the guidance that was given by Allah. May Allah guide us all. That's why Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala tells us, All praise is due to Allah for having guided us to this that we have right now. This deen, all praise belongs solely to Allah for guiding us to this religion, to this faith, to this belief and conviction. We would have never been guided had it not been for Allah to have guided us. So thanks to Allah. So my brothers and sisters, people change their lives. So when you have committed the sin between you and Allah, be it adultery, fornication, be it, for example, gambling, be it uh, drink, meaning intoxicants, alcohol, drugs, clubs, whatever else it may be. Those are major sins committed between you and Allah. You seek the forgiveness of Allah, He will wipe it out. Your life can change and will change and shall change, just like many have changed. But don't delay because you don't know when you're going to return to Allah. Seek the forgiveness of Allah on a daily basis. The punishment won't come in your direction. Remember this verse. Allah's punishment was not going to come to them when they are seeking the forgiveness of Allah. From that we learn, while you're seeking the forgiveness of Allah, if something negative happens, it's not the punishment of Allah. I'm seeking forgiveness. I'm trying to be a good person. This cannot be punishment. Because what did I do? This is a test from Allah. It's a challenge. It's an opportunity to gain further closeness 
to gain closeness to Allah. My brothers, my sisters, then the second part of it. When you have wronged another human being, then it's more dangerous. Then people are now waiting for the day of judgment. They are the ones who'd like to see you more in hellfire than anyone else. Oh Allah, this man got away with murder here in this world. Catch him, punish him, destroy him, do this to him, do that to him. It's not good to make these du'as, but they come from a point of oppression where people have been wronged and justice is just not coming to them. So what else are they left with? They're left with calling out to Allah. Oh Allah. And that's why the hadith says, hijab. Be careful of the dua made against you by the one whom you have wronged because there is no barrier between that dua and Allah. It's hitting you. Not today, after five years. When you see disaster, you might have made tawbah for everything else, but there is something outstanding between you and one who is not the most forgiving, most merciful. He is a human being. You better go to him and say, you know what, I'm sorry. Whatever I've done, please forgive me. It's good to say that sometimes put your pride your tail between your legs as they say put your pride aside seek people's forgiveness forgive me I wronged you I said something about you I did something I stole from you I did the other day I was seeing a post a very interesting post where a grocer in Turkey received an envelope with 500 lira in it and there was a note there saying when my friend when I was young my friend and I used to take chocolates and cookies and a few other things from your shop without permission. Look how he's saying it. I've now grown old. I feel guilty. I'm paying for this. Subhanallah. Please forgive us. Imagine the guy must have grown older. He's a businessman. Every time he passes the shop, he must be thinking, shucks, when I was young, I used to pinch from this guy. How do I, how do I go up to him and tell him, hey, you know what? The guy who owns half the buildings in the cities used to steal cookies from you. So he decided, let me put whatever excess amount in an envelope, put it in there with a the note, seek forgiveness. Wallahi, kudos to that man. May Allah grant him good news. <sighs> that requires a lot of goodness. Imagine going back to an uncle saying, you know what? I used to take first pops. You know what a first pop is, by the way? without permission from the tuck shop. Subhanallah, years later. But that's because we fear the justice. When it comes to having done something against another human, more than anything else, they may not forgive you. That's why when it's between you and another human, Allah Almighty will say the two of you sort it out. Or you get good deeds of yours given to him or bad deeds of his coming to you and you're in trouble. May Allah Almighty help us. This world is very short. Trust me, it is so short. It's not worth. It is not worth what it seems like it is. Allah calls it a deception. And Allah says, don't be deceived by this world. Allah says, don't be deceived by the devil. May Allah Almighty grant us goodness. So going back to the original question, the punishment of Allah is part of his mercy. It will come. It is coming. It's up to him whether he is going to ultimately serve it or not. And to him, he, to whom he is going to serve it. But we believe in it and we know he has promised it. And we are worried about it to a degree. Yes, indeed, because we are believers. But deep down, we have hope in the mercy of Allah. He will forgive us. He will grant us Jannah. We have no one besides Allah to do that for us and he will do it for us. Aqulu qawli hadha wa sallallahu wa sallam ala nabina Muhammad. Are you tired of all these annoying ads on YouTube? Are you worried that a haram video might pop up? Well, the One Islam TV app is here to solve these problems, inshallah. The One Islam TV app is 100% free of any ads and it's safe to browse for your peace of mind. 
Watch or listen to lectures and lessons while you work, rest, or drive with your device switched off. Watch videos on demand or download videos and watch offline. Watch hundreds of high-quality produced Islamic reminders, Quran learning videos, stories of the prophets, and so much more. Two to four new videos uploaded daily, insha'Allah. One Islam TV is 100% run and owned by Muslims, which means a small amount you pay for your subscription is a sadaqa jariya, continuous charity for you as we use the funds raised to continue producing more beneficial videos and reminders. Insha'Allah. The One Islam TV app is now available on Apple devices, Apple TV, Android devices, Android TV, Amazon Fire TV, and Roku. So you can watch on most devices and smart TVs. Download now for a free 7-day trial. May Allah reward you for supporting our work. Mm -hmm.